Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Up Early for Everyone Else with Monica Lynn. I am your gracious host, Monica Lynn, and as always, I am always up before everyone else. It is 10.04 a.m. straight up on the East Coast. What is today's date, y'all? What's today's date? The 17th? Tuesday, May 17th. How y'all doing this morning? I am exhausted. Okay, first of all, one of my friends and I, we were on live. Um, a friend of mine um, and a friend of his, mutual, we were on live till about 4 o'clock this morning. Y'all, we went live at 11.30. I don't know. I think it was like 11.30, quarter to 12, somewhere around that line. And we were on live from, I'm, I say like about quarter, quarter to 12 till 4 o'clock this morning. Why am I up? I have to let my uncle in so he can cut the grass. <laughs> he has to cut the grass. But anyway, that's why I'm up this morning. So how's everyone doing? How everyone feeling? I got my coffee. I checked my glucose. I took my medication. I'm about to take my Trulicity about, it's 10 or 5, so about like 10, 30, quarter. I'm going to take my Trulicity. Then I'm going to make breakfast. I'm thinking about making like sausage and breakfast sausages and eggs. You know, my glucose is pretty good this morning, so I'm going to reward myself and have something good to eat today. Not that I don't always reward myself, but I would just love to have something good to eat today. <laughs> um, what is going on? What is tea, y'all? Um, what's going on? Uh oh, like I said, my friend and I went on live last night. And we went on live to full cock this morning. It was nice. I, I really had a good time, but let me tell you something. Being on live in front of a camera is way different than being doing it being on the podcast. Because with the podcast I don't have to do my lashes, I don't have to do no makeup, I don't have to do my um I don't have to do all that. I don't have to put a wig on. I just come downstairs in my pajamas, make my coffee, get my scarf on, and just do my damn show. I ain't gotta worry about all of that. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta like make sure your hair is done. You you it's a lot of things you gotta do when you go on live and it and it's just like a regular live. He wanna do he wanna go on like he wanna go live like a couple of days a week, you know, to get us out there, whatever. He wants to go viral. He wants to be the Black Howard Stern. I'm just like, well, who am I, Robin Quivers? Because, <laughs> because, like, okay, let me tell you what happened. It was, okay, before we went on live, like, he's been trying to do this for a while now, and I support my friends and their dreams. And that's what the big title of the show is about, supporting your, supporting your friends. I gotta write that down. Support your friends because that's the title of this podcast. Okay, so he told me we were gonna go live. You know, like he has a um, a page. You know, and he, you know, you know, he he has a page. You know, on Facebook, and he, you know, I'm one of the admins. I think I'm the only admin 
you know, but I'm not going to be like one of them crazy administrators that, but if I have to, I'll block people, kick people out or whatever, but there would, there has to be rules. And he's tightening up everything. So that's just in the beginning. So he was like, yeah, we're going to go live. I'm like, okay. And I'm thinking that, okay, we're going to go live and I'll just be in the comments, you know, regulating comments on everything. No, I actually was on camera and I really liked it, y'all. I think this is me. I really like it. I do. I, I actually like being behind and in front of. Now. <laughs> Why do you say now like that? Because I'm, I'm thinking like nothing but positivity. I'm thinking nothing but the best for us. You know, and you know, eventually it's going to be some trolls. But, you know, you got to prepare yourself for that. I think I'm kind of prepared for that. I think God prepared me for that. I know God prepared me for that. If he didn't, he wouldn't have put me in this position that I am in right now. So, it was a nice, it was a nice conversation. You know, we started off, we started off, it was, you know, it had a little hiccup. Like everything, do like I have hiccups all the time. Like, I'm gonna start it and stop recording. I don't know how many times, and then sometimes I stop recording, stop recording, and I just be like, Fuck it, I'm not doing the show today. And that it happens and it's expected, but just as long as you know, let everybody know what's going on. But we went on, it was a little hiccups, but we didn't let that stop. We just kept on going because that's what you're supposed to do, you're supposed to keep on going. And it's nice because now you don't have to beg nobody to be on a platform. You can make your own platform. You can make your own way. And I like that. You know, I remember Darlene was talking about people having podcasts. And he was like, y'all, didn't ha- y'all don't have to go to college now. Y'all don't have to do this like I did, you know. So do your podcast. And I would never forget he said that. He said that people nowadays have it so much easier. And they do. They do. We have it easier. But the thing about it is, is that you just got to keep putting yourself out there. You got to be consistent. And I was consistent with my podcast in the beginning. But then stuff happens and you kind of fall off and you really don't have time for it. But you love what you do. But sometimes it's just like, you know, you really don't have time for it sometimes. And you know, and you want to come on so bad. But life is in the way. Like I have school. School is almost over. You know, um, I'm not going back until September or January. Um, what am I going to do between then? I'm going to write. I'm going to write my book. And um, hopefully I can publish Be Ever Wonderful in that time. So, yeah, so we'll see what happens. You know, there's a lot going on, and it's all about balance. And we were talking about balance on the show last night. And um, it's funny because... Um, child, it started off nice. That's all I'm going to say. Everything just started off nice. It was, we were just talking about politics and, you know, Roe v. Wade, which I'm going to get into in a little bit. Um, it was nice, you know, and then all of a sudden, because meanwhile, (laughs) while we're like, having the show and his friend was on the show she got her business going on and everything which I think is wonderful but 
you know, we all would have, it was a good vibe. It was a really good vibe. And, um, when I say it was a good vibe, it was a good vibe. But it went left. It was like, I guess, the liquor kicked in because my friend was drinking. Okay? He had a little tea kettle and a little cup and he was drinking. And he was drinking. And so chasing it with a Red Bull, smoking, you know, smoking cigarettes, smoking a little grass. You know, okay, it's whatever. That's what they do now. And then I say, like, about 2 o'clock, it just went left. And it was a good left. I'm sorry, y'all. If y'all hear the lawnmower, that's my uncle. And he's mowing the lawn out there. Um, it went left. And I don't know how we got into the conversation of, excuse me, licking ass. I, I don't know where it came from. Like, I'm just sitting. I'm like, what? You know? Like, we were just talking about Roe v. Wade, climate change, the weather, you know, the books, the businesses, and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, it just went left. It took a hard left. Talk about licking ass and, you know, uh, uh, pulling out your boobs. Let me see a nipple bunny. And I'm like, what? Dude. And then I had to go and go get something. Come make sure you come back naked. It was just... He wanted to live up to this her black I was starting. And I just had so much fun, y'all. But I say after a certain time it went left, it went took a hard left. <laughs> it took a hard left. But I love my friend. I love him to pieces. And it's funny how I started this podcast almost two years ago. And, you know, then he wanted to, I told him to start one, but he was like, no, he want to do YouTube. He want to do this. He want to do that. And I was like, okay, whatever. But I never thought that I would be teaming up with him. Like, we had pre-production meetings and everything. Like, we were supposed to go on live, like, about eight. And we didn't go until, like, 11. Because, you know, like, we had to talk. You know, he wanted to tell me what he wanted he told me what he wanted me to talk about which I was upset because you know you can't come to somebody we can't have a pre-production meeting at 8 9 and you're going on you were supposed to go on live at 9 30 10 o'clock and you want me to talk about Rosie Wade I'm like dude I gotta research I gotta I gotta I gotta do you gotta have powerpoints you gotta do that and then I'm thinking like oh my god this is just flip how he's my boss He's telling me what to do. See, God does it. God works in mysterious ways because I would have never thought that he would be telling me what to do. You know, I always figured that I was Beyonce. I'm the Beyonce of the group. (laughs) I'm the Beyonce of my friends. But I'm just sitting there and I'm just like sulking. That's a good sulk. I'm like, he's slowly becoming my boss, y'all. Like, oh my God. So it's basically like, and I'm up there telling him how to like segue and how to do this, how to do that, and then la da da la da da, and he's like, yeah, 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 and I'm like, oh my god, he has turned into my boss, and I think it's the funniest fucking thing ever, because he was like, this is what I want you to do, this is what I'm gonna say, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, and I'm just like, oh my god, okay, okay, and he took charge, and I liked that he took charge. I gotta tell him that he took charge. 
but everything went smooth but it was hiccups if you catch if you know you know but he it was nice i i really enjoyed myself i liked it i liked it i really had a good time but like after a certain time it just it just went left it just went left so is it hard is it going to be hard for me to do both being as though that school is almost out it's not going to be hard for me to do anything it's not going to be hard it's just the thing about it is it's like if you're persistent consistent and you're motivated you know and sometimes it falls off just a little bit just a tad just a tad you know just a tad you know but is it going to be hard for me to do a podcast and do no i don't think so because my podcast i tried it up, up early i started up early i used to get up at 3 30 in the morning and i did my research and stuff i used to do my research all during the day but you know i got up at 3 30 to complete everything and when i did that I went on ahead and I came on live like about, well, I recorded, I wasn't live, I recorded live at um, like 5.30, 5 o'clock, and I used to be done by 7, so I can go watch Morning Joe. Well, I'll have Morning Joe, you know, while I'm, you know, while I'm. And I was consistent, I did it five days a week, sometimes six days a week, on the weekends I had kickbacks, um, but then... The politics got too much for me. I think what did it for me was the insurrection. Yeah. You know. Stuff like that. And I I was tired of it. I was I was like, it was draining. And I'm like, I don't know how dominant. And shout out to my boy, Chris Cuomo. I don't know how y'all did it. Like, I could I couldn't. I can't. But it it was draining, and another one of the um people that I follow said the same thing. They want to get away from politics because it's absolutely draining. But it's not like I said. Like sometimes you talk about it, and sometimes you're not. So I just took my show to a different, you know, different, you know, way. You know, um, I wanted. Not to do as much politics as I used because the whole show was dedicated to politics and relationships, and it, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. The numbers don't lie. It was pretty. It was pretty good. I I enjoyed it, but it was too much. And then I went from five days, six days a week, to. Hey y'all, I'm back. I'm sorry I got cut off. That was my mama. Actually, <laughs> it's a whole hour later <laughs> because she called me. Okay, so anyway, as you all know, if you don't know, I'm about to tell y'all, I record from my phone. I can even record from the MacBook on my phone. So I'm always on my phone because I use the MacBook to do my research and stuff like that for like when I do stories and stuff and my PowerPoints and all that is on there. So whenever I get a phone call, it jumps off. So I could just be talking, it'll just cut off. And, um... Sometimes when I get some text messages, so what text messages, text messages don't, don't normally, you know, do anything. But, um, um, phone calls do. So, yeah, it's, it's 11, 10, a whole hour later. 
a whole hour later. And, um, you know, we would talk. I was telling her about the live from last night. She was like, why were you up yelling this morning? I said, I wasn't yelling. I was laughing. I was having a good old time this morning. You know, and I was telling her my plans because y'all, y'all know I'm not working right now. And eventually we were talking about, I want to go back. I want to go back to work. I don't know when, I don't know how that's going to happen, but you know, I got to get, I got to go back to work because I, I'm tired of sitting in the house. Not, I mean, there's nothing wrong with sitting in the house, <laughs> not doing nothing as long as you got money coming in, but you know, the money running low. So it's time for me to get up off my ass to go to work and I go, okay. But like I said before, I want to start, um, I want to start a new career because I can't do hair anymore. So I have to do something sitting down. Yeah, I can't, I can't, um, do, I can't walk like I used to. And, and I'm scared because if I get back out there, what's going to happen to me? But, you know, I have a doctor's, I have doctor's appointments coming up, um, you know, as far as like, I got to get x-rays for my back. I'm waiting for them to call me to tell me when I got to go get these x-rays for my back. Hopefully, I don't have to get an MRI because I am deathly afraid of MRIs. The very first time I had an MRI for my condition, I, I had a cold. And, you know, you can't move in them little, that little space. It's like a tube. And I was quiet. I, I had my eyes closed the entire time. And then I had to sneeze. I had to cough. You know, but now they said that they have some with the, um, with the, uh, that's open at the other end and it's not as bad. So if I get an MRI, I'm just going to have to tell them like, if I get an MRI done, y'all going to have to put me in one with that's open. I don't want to go in one, you know, cause I'm claustrophobic. The last time I was all right, I was all right the last time, but, and they're not getting They're not that long. They're not that long. So, you know, they're not that long. But, you know, it's it's, it's crappy. But, yeah, me and my mom, we were talking. And I, I enjoyed her. I, I enjoyed her conversation. Every once in a while. Sometimes. You know, she used to go and make dinner tonight, so that's a plus. I asked her, like, what's for dinner? She was like, what do we got in there? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I really didn't know. Okay, so my MacBook is getting on my nerves. How much do I have left? Oh, I got to get in my notebook. Hold on, y'all. I don't know why this Aspire credit card they're trying to give me credit. I do not need another credit card. Okay, so let me just charge up my um, MacBook real quick, y'all. I'm going to still talk to y'all. I just got to grab the charger because I have the charger thing up every day. And like last night when we were on the live, I had it on. I had to do my research, you know, with school and the Zoom. I can't wait to get go back and sit inside of a classroom instead of wasting my dad going battery for my macbook excuse me all right so and i have to charge it up because i don't know what's going on tonight for the live and then tomorrow with school and 
La-dee-dee. La-da-da. Shout out to Millie from Mob's World. I got that from her. <laughs> I got that from her. So what are we talking about this morning, y'all? What we are talking about this morning is supporting your friends. That's the title of the, the show, Supporting Your Friends. It was something that was on my mind real heavy. And, um, like, how people start up businesses. Like, people, okay, what I have learned about people, when you're starting up a business, you're starting a new journey, do anything out of the norm and watch no one supports you. I support people. I do. Like, if my friends are selling something, if I have the money, I'll buy it. If my friends tell me, Monica, can you follow me on this page, I'll follow you. You know what I'm saying? And my friends be like, well, you know. And I know it sounds cliche as hell. But if someone invites you to like a page, to like their stuff. What's wrong with clicking the like button? What, What is wrong with clicking like? You don't have to watch it. You don't have to participate. But to get the person, get the likes up. You know what I'm saying? Like me, with my podcast, I don't, I don't um, advertise it on my page. Before. I advertise it on my page for a little bit. I advertise on Twitter. I advertise on Insta, and then I just deleted it. I said, you know what? That's fine, because I'm going to prove a point, because I have listeners. You know, I love y'all. I don't know who y'all are, but I love y'all, and the analytics show. Do I advertise? No. Would I like to advertise? Yes, but not the people that I know, because people that you know want to see you do good, but not better than them and people lie they ask up when they say oh i'm not no social media you're lying you're lying and i've talked about this plenty of times but to actually keep seeing it over and over it's kind of frustrating so that's why people you know i remember i was war- I, I used to follow this guy and he used to live in i forgot what state he lived in but he moved from there to another state and when he lived in where he, where he lived his hometown, they showed him no love. But as soon as he moved to the new state, they, he got so much love. He opened a hair salon. He worked so hard. And he opened a hair salon. And still, nobody congratulated. You know, the, the people that you know, no. The people that you know, no. And those who, like, like my publisher... She told me, you already know who's going to buy your book. You already know who's going to do it. And I knew it. I knew who bought my book. There are people that I don't know that buy the book because I get a check for Love's Holiday all the time. But you know who's going to buy your book. You know who's going to support you. But can y'all just shock the shit out of me one time and just... No, can you just shock me, prove me wrong? Because what? 
And it's so sad, y'all. It is so sad that I see it constantly all the time. I see people who have thousands and thousands of followers. They don't know none of them. Ask them who do they know personally on their lives. Because they don't give a fuck about you. And like I said, people always say, oh, I'm not on social media like that. You're a lie. You're a lie. Everybody's on social media. Everybody's on TikTok. Everybody's on Insta. Everybody's on Facebook. Everybody's on Twitch. Everybody's on Twitter. You, I mean, like, come on now, y'all. Come, it, it's millions upon millions of people on social media. So you mean to tell me that you're not on there every day being nosy? And I can truly honestly tell you, I'm not nosy. I'm not, y'all. I'm sorry. I, I'm nosy about some things, about true life tea. But like I said on my other broadcast, once you press that X, you don't exist. You know, like, not saying it like that, but, you know. But I just don't understand why people don't want to support their family and their friends. That irritates me. It's like, someone saying you are. Now, what if you were to do it? What if you were to do it? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if you wanted to start a business, a business page, a like page, a fan page, wanted to write a book, wanted to do this, wanted to sell dinners, wanted to cook, wanted to clean, a cleaning service, a moving service, hauling service, all those kinds of services. Because I see a lot of my friends that start businesses that I support and they support me. But that's it. That's as far as it goes. And I know it takes time. But y'all don't even like nothing. Like, they don't like anything. Oh, they'll click on to be nosy. And I wrote a post the other day on Facebook. I said, you know what? I am not feeling this. I mean, it, somebody could take a post on Facebook. And I always say social media is the devil. They could take a post of you feeling a certain way and flip it. And make their own narrative up in their head. You know, and it's just like sometimes, like, I get so frustrated and so, you know, with people, you know, and I see it. I'm like, I see y'all. You're on here. Support your friends. Support your, support. What is wrong with clicking the like button? What is wrong with that? Nothing. And I have, I had a supporter, but she passed on. I asked her, could she write me up? Uh, review online. She wanted me to review online. She was one of my biggest supporters, and I. She said that she could not wait to see what happened in my second novel. She passed away. I had another friend that was very supportive. He passed away. You know, so now I'm stuck here with this. You know what I'm saying? And yet I take it personally because I see it for myself. And I see it for others, you know, and it takes time. So this is the thing. Now, once you get put on, once you get to where you want to go, then everybody want to come and kiss your ass. And that's when the jealousy come in. That's when they want to kill you. That's when they want to hurt your feelings. Because the whole time I was struggling, the whole time we were trying to put on, the whole time, you know, Let's just take my friend for instance. Marnie was encouraging. Marnie was doing this. Marnie was doing that. And now all of a sudden, since I get put on, you want to come and talk to me? You want to be a part of what we built? Oh, hell no. And that's what I say about myself. 
If you weren't there for my struggle, you won't be there for my own pleasure. You're not. And I, like I said, I'm very frustrated because I see it a lot. I see it constantly. Like I said, I have so many friends that started businesses, small little businesses. And you go on Insta, two, three likes. TikTok, you get a lot of views, but no likes. Facebook, nothing. Share my page. Share like my page. What does it take to share the page? What does it take? You share everybody else's stuff. You still Charlemagne the Gosh. You still Justin LaBoy's stuff. You still the Savoy Show. You still Millie's stuff. You still this person's stuff. But you can't take your friends and post it on their, on your page. What you think they're going to be better than you? They're going to be better than you without you. You cannot stop the sun from shining. You really can't. And I'm passionate about that. And I've always said that. You cannot stop the sun from shining. If God has placed greatness on this person's life, no matter how they get there, once they get there, you can't stop that. Once God says yes, man can't say no. You can't. Then that's when the devil comes in. That's when the jealousy, the envy, the hate, that's when all that comes in. Because you you see what God has blessed them with and you want that. And I must be, um, I'm being un- unapologetically money. And I'm going to put it out there like this. And I'm going to say it, I say it no more. And I'm not sorry for what the fuck I'm about to say. I'm just saying. Shout out to Angela Stacking King. I'm just saying. I can't help it if the men I date have money. I cannot help that the men that I meet have class. I cannot help the men that I meet want to treat me like a queen. I can't help that. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't help it. I can't help if I go to the casino and every week or every other week. Every two weeks, whatever, once a month. I can't help that. I can't help that where I go, my sun shines and illuminates. And people are drawn to my sunshine. I can't help that. I can't help that I have friends who have XYZ and they treat me and they like nice things. So we do nice things together. I can't help that. I can't help that I have a man or I have friends who work hard and treat me as such. I can't help that. I can't help that. I I don't want to go to McDonald's for breakfast. I want to go to Rusty's Cupper for brunch. I'm going to Rusty's Cupper. Like I told my mother, I want to go to the Bygone for my birthday. And we're going to the Black Swan as well for brunch. I wonder if the Black Swan has brunch. I can't help it. Okay? Oh, we only do special occasions. That's my special occasion. Just because it's Sunday. Just because it's Thursday. Just because. That's how I am. And if I had children, yes, my babies would be there with me. Am I bougie? I don't think so. But a lot of people will think that. And of course, I like luxurious brunches on the water, sipping mimosas. Of course. Who doesn't like stuff like that? Who doesn't? I'm sorry. But I'm just saying. That's my lifestyle. That's my life. And it's always been this way. This is not something, this is not new. It's new to y'all because it's on social media. It's new to y'all, my listeners that I love because I'm just putting it out there. And I'm very transparent, very transparent. 
I talk about everything. Like I talk about my fertility issues, infertility, lack thereof, whatever the case may be. Yeah, absolutely. I have no regrets. I have one regret, but we'll get into that later. But I have no regrets. Who I date. I'm not wasting my, my mother thinks I'm wasting my time with this gentleman that I'm saying. I don't think so. Because it's something that you don't see, that I see, and I love, I love it. And when I'm sick of him, oh, I'm sick of him. He knows it. He talked. We talked about it yesterday. <laughs> we talked about it yesterday. You know, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, 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 I'm tired of you. I'm going home. I, I'm tired. I'm, 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 I'm going to sleep in my bed. I, I, I'm going to live my life. You know, we not together, but we, we act like it, and, and, and you guilty of it, and I'm guilty of it. You know, we both apologized to each other last night because we both were sorry because we said some shit yesterday. But that's how we are. Like, we fight, like, oh, my God. Like, the things we say to each other, like, I don't know why we still talk to each other. The things we say to each other, oh, my God. (laughs) The things that we say to each other is unparalleled. It's unmatched, unhinged, crazy. Like, anybody who talked to me the way he did, I would have punched him in the face. He probably would have got his sister to beat me up. The way that we, it, 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 it's love. It's love. It has to be. It has to be. It, it, it can't be nothing else but love. But I love him. You know, I, I love him. I love his personality. I love his smile. That smile, like my cousin said it. My cousin said a while ago, that smile, Monica, I was like, yeah, yeah, it'll get you. You sitting up here, like, oh, where am I period? Oh, why am I here? Where are my panties? You know what I'm saying? It it will get you. And it's just like the whole face. And I remember we were looking at old pictures. It's a Sunday by the fire. We lit a fire. The fire pit or whatever. And, um... We were chilling, looking at old pictures, and he used to have locks, and they were beautiful. Oh, my God. Body, awesome, awesome. So, (laughs) me and his daughters were like, the daughters was like, are you going to grow your hair back, Dad? And I'm like, you going to get that body back, Dad? (laughs) But you know how you get older. I mean, his body is still awesome. But you know how, like, sometimes you just, like, let yourself go just a little bit. But the body is so awesome. But he said, I asked him, was he going to grow his head back? He said that somebody said, no, because it's going to make me more attractive. I said, you can't take that nothing away from that face. You, it, that, it enhances it, but you can't take that away. No matter what you do. If you wear close cut, like you do now, you're still handsome. You have hair down your butt, down your back to your butt. You're still going to be handsome. It's just an enhancement. It's, it, it Absolutely. Absolutely. Because there's some women that like locks. And some women that don't. Some women like close cut. Some women like the scruffy beard. Some women like clean cut. But it cannot take away from your face. And I told him that it, it, it can't take it. it. I mean, 
it's only going to enhance it. You, you still got that face, no matter what you do. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you know, no matter what you do. Like, sometimes I ask him when he put clothes on, like, where are you going? You know, you can't take that away from somebody. You just can't. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying, you, you can't do that. You can't. But my mother, she doesn't care for him. I care for him a lot. I pray for him all the time. I haven't said my prayers today. I think I should go say my prayers in a little bit. But I pray for him. I pray for his family. You know, I pray for better days for him. And this, what he's doing, he was in a funk. And what he's doing now as far as, like, going live and doing this stuff with the computers and everything and the internet, it's bringing light to him. You know, he, he's like, he need, you know, an outlet. And I'm glad that this is his outlet. And he was talking about going live again. I'm like, wait a minute. The stuff you talk about, you're going to have to go on late at night. <laughs> So let's just make this a late night thing, <laughs> but not too late because I have class in the morning. <laughs> All right, y'all, let's get into some news. Right, I want to talk about the situation in Buffalo, New York. Um, as you all know, Saturday, um, there was a mass shooting in Buffalo, New York at Topps Friendly Markets store. It's a grocery store. Um, supermarket in Kingsley neighborhood on the eastern side of the city. Ten people were killed. Three were injured. Eleven of the victims were black. And the shooter live streamed his attacks on Twitch. Okay. From my friends at CNN, um, social media posts, um, I don't even want to like glorify this man. Um, social media posts by the 18 year old white man suspected of shooting and killing 10 people at a Buffalo supermarket Saturday revealed he had been planning his attacks for months. I'm not saying his name. The alleged government from New York posted that he selected a particular zip code in Buffalo because it had the highest percentage of a black population close enough where he lived. Police and other officials have described the mass shooting as a hate crime. In this post, initially written on the chat app Discord and shared online forum for Chan, the suspect said he visited the Topps Friendly Market three times on March 8th to survey the layout, as well as, as at times of the day when there were the most customers. He planned his attack from mid-March, the post said, but delayed it several times. Other 13 people shot, authorities say 11 were black. The alleged government was taken into custody in the immediate aftermath and is under suicide watch after pleading not guilty to a first-degree murder charge, according to authorities. So they had Joe Biden and First Lady Joe Biden are scheduled to visit Buffalo on Tuesday and meet with the families and the shooting victims. First responder community leaders, he will deliver... Okay, FDX, uh, what did I say? Sorry, y'all. What did I just say? FDA expands eligibility for COVID booster shots for kids 5 to 11. I, we talked about that before. Okay, so the president is going to visit today, which is Tuesday, March 17th. Um, he will be delivering remarks at 1 p.m. and condemn the shooting as a terrorist, motivated by hateful and perverse ideology that tears of the souls of our nation, a White House official told our friends over at CNN. Um, but 
we want more. And I was listening to Angela Stanton King this morning. And I love Angela Stanton King. A lot of people may not like her, but let me tell you something. She's a real ass. I love her. I just love her from the rooted to the tutor. <laughs> I remember seeing her in the comments on Insta. I'm like, who is this? And then I just said, you know what? Let me do my research. I watch a show from time to time. I watched it this morning. I really didn't finish it because... She was talking about the Buffalo shooting. She's from the area. She stopped, she stopped at the store. She's going to go and she's going to, you know, advocate for the for the families or whatever, which I think is fucking awesome. And um, she was also talking about how we need reform. We need a bill like they got for the Asian Americans. I, I, I think so, too. African-American black people deserve that because this is getting out of hand. Just like she said, it was... Be mindful of the KKK. How the KKK used to bust in people's houses, pull you out the house and pull you up in the tree and burn you. This is the same thing. What is different? What is different? And then she was talking about how the guy shot the woman in the head. God forgive me for talking about this. May that sweet lady rest in peace. You know, he reloaded and shot in the head again. And she said, these people are defenseless. They are. They are. They were. I, I don't even want to talk about it anymore, y'all. And that's why I said I'm stopping talk about politics but this needs to be addressed this needs to be okay the suspect visited the market the day before the attack so he visited the tops friendly market on friday during re oh god manager told him to leave the day before the attack an operation manager the market told abc news that she saw him at the store on friday evening and told him to leave because he looked like he was bothering customers he was sitting on the bench outside the store wearing a camouflage he would wear he would he would wear on that Saturday. Left without an argument. Chanel Harris Teague told ABC Teague's brother, the Reverend Tim Newkirk, told the Buffalo News that he was posing as a beggar. And Teague told him he couldn't panhandle there. Then they were saying that the tax could have continued would have continued elsewhere had suspect not stopped. The suspect had other target locations down the street. And then somebody also said that he was supposed to attack. He was going to shoot up a school. So, yeah, this is like modern-day lynching. This is modern-day lynching, y'all. Modern-day lynching. Um, so, they found another rifle and a shotgun in his vehicle. They accredited the quick arrival of two police officers with prevent, preventing other attacks. He's alive, y'all. Like, they actually talked him out of killing himself. Because I think he had a gun to his neck or something like that. So, um, okay, I've never seen this one. Writing seen no suspect's firearms. CNN has obtained a photo of two of the firearms inside the alleged gunsman vehicle that were not used in the shooting. Writing is seen on weapons, including the phrase White Lives Matter, as well as, as, well as what appears to be the name of victims of crimes committed by a black suspect. Okay, number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. Fuck that shit, okay? I have no sympathy, zero fucks given for this motherfucker for real, y'all. Excuse my language. But this bitch, white lives matter. Nobody's not saying that y'all lives don't motherfucking matter, bitch. How many motherfucking times do somebody got to tell y'all dumb ass motherfuckers that's not what it's the fuck it's about? Black lives matter too, Okay? Meaning that our lives matter as far as 
getting gunned down in the street by the police. Or, and I would go as far as say getting gunned down in the street by each other. So y'all just disregard all that shit, sweep that shit under the rug, and that's where the fuck it came from. If case you need some more clarification, motherfuckers, because y'all listen to no fucking body. Not saying that y'all lives don't matter, but y'all got an advantage over every motherfucking body, which the fuck I don't know how, because y'all motherfuckers are just as some of y'all, not all, some, are just as trashy as the next. And y'all can keep going on with that rhetoric, like why lives matter, but y'all look stupid saying that shit. Y'all just saying that shit. Okay, for instance, let's do this. Compare contrast. Dylan Roof, alive. This dude, alive. George Floyd, dead. Breonna Taylor got shot up in her own home. Dead. Eric Garner, dead. Timmy Rice, dead. Need I go on? Sandra Bland, dead. Trayvon Martin, dead and gone. George Zimmerman, I don't know how, but this motherfucker still walking the motherfucking earth. Like, his shit don't stink. Kyle Rittenhouse still walking around this motherfucker. Got invited to shit. A Republican convention and shit. That's why Black Lives Matter. Y'all motherfuckers don't see the correlation. I'm not talking to those who don't get it. Those who get it, get it. Those who don't, fuck you. Fuck you. Now I want to, uh, uh, uh. Okay, um, let me just go on. So the fam, they said the family has not visited suspect in jail. Investigators have spoken to the suspect's family and described them as distraught and sticking by what happened. I'm, I, I said, I, I agree. The alleged shooter has met with his legal team while in custody. He said there have been no family requests to visit the shooters. I wouldn't visit a motherfucker either. Um, threats were made after the attack. Two people have been arrested after threats made after the Buffalo attack. Buffalo man Byron Brown told CNN on Tuesday without detailing their threats. On Monday, Erie County's district attorney announced that the arrest of a 52-year-old man who called a pizzeria Sunday afternoon making threatening comments while referencing what happened at Tops. So now you have, like, a lot of copycats, or at least. And that was from our friends over at CNN, y'all. And let me tell y'all, this shit is getting out. This shit is passed out of hand. And I'm, I'm so tired. I'm so sick of it. Like I told y'all before, this is why I don't like talking about politics anymore. I mean, I don't like talking about this shit, but some, sometimes this shit got to be said, and I'm just fucking angry. You know, if, and if you're not angry, then fuck you. I don't care. Fuck you. I'm sorry. But you got to understand where I'm coming from. If you don't understand where I'm coming from, fuck you. I don't care. Where am I? Let me text this real quick. Let me send up this text real quick, y'all. Hold up. (laughs) 
I just asked my friend, um, he wants to go back once a lot. He wanted to go back on live. And I said, you want to go on late at night? He was like, yes. He was like, yes. And I was like, I told him, I said, I think, you, I think, I don't think, I know. I think that you should really like go on late at night because <clears throat> of the content. Because like I said, in the beginning, it was nice. It was, it was a nice conversation going on. And then it just went, took a hard left. It did. And I really hope that it picks up. And I really hope that people listen to it because it got a lot of views. Considering that nobody, like, considering, like, all the hiccups, you got a lot of views, a lot of likes, a lot of hearts. He had a million hearts. So, you know, then he's sitting up. I told you he's awesome, y'all. He's sitting up there with no shirt on. I told him, I said, I'm, I'm going to tell him later you should smoke the cigar. That'll, that'll act your pizzazz. Them girls going to come in and want your ass. And I'm like, well, am I going to be able to handle that? I think I did pretty good last night. I did. Because people call it in. And I hear other people show the live. It's, it's nice. It's really nice. I, I kind of digged it. I digged it. It was fine. It was fine. Excuse me. All right, y'all. Do I have anything else? I'm 34 minutes in. And then the other one. I'll be about my time. I'll be about. I don't know. I don't know. I'm eating goldfish. I'm not supposed to have them. My doctor said. My doctor said that my blood work, everything was fine. My pregnant praise Louis. Um. <laughs> um. But I was looking forward to it, y'all, because I haven't had my prayer. Okay. I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna let y'all go. I haven't had my period, and I had it in January. Now, I have not been late, but y'all know I'm older. I'm 43. I'll be 44 in August, right? So I haven't had my, I haven't been late since I've had my um, operation, since I had my surgery in 2017, and then I had another surgery of the same kind in 2019 and now it's 2022 so I guess it's time again to get another surgery because I'm like it happens every two years it seems like every couple years I'm in hospital having surgery for the same goddamn thing and I always get a pilot removed and a DNC you know but now I'm not working so if I do have a polyp my appointment is June 3rd if I do have a polyp I have to get it removed and um, at least I'm not working. I got to worry about going back to where I can just relax, you know, and just take care of myself. But I have not been late. Even when the last time I had my pop, the last time I had my polyp, um, I miscarried. And the house looked like a crime. I will never forget. Oh, my God. I got, It was a Saturday. And I'm not going to cry because y'all know I'm okay now. I can talk about it now. Um, it was a Saturday. And um, me and my, um, one of my boyfriends, my, you know, one of my boyfriends. I'm just going to say one of my boyfriends. My ex-boyfriend. We, um, we were supposed to go do my errands. So I said, okay. Um, so he, we came, he came to pick me up from work. We went back to his house. That's where I was staying at at the time before I came back home. 
um, I don't know, for some reason, I wanted to take a shower. Oh, because I was doing hair. I wanted to take a shower. So I had my cycle. And it was so fucking heavy. And um, I was passing clots after clot after clot in the shower. Like, they were, like, gray and everything. So I bled everywhere. It was a, it looked like a crime fucking scene. I could not sit. I could not stand. I could not lay down. I could not get comfortable. So we had to, we, we did what we had to do because it was very important. So we got in the car, I, I padded up, I think I had like two, three pads or something because it was brutal. So we went to what we had to do, he dropped me off at the door. Luckily, the where we went had seats. So I sat down, you know, I was still in pain. So we went back home, we ate dinner and I laid back down. He told me, you're not going to work tomorrow. You're going to the hospital. So I called my job, I said, I'm not coming in because... I don't know what the fuck going on. So, I got to the hospital. I'm like, I think I'm having a miscarriage. And so, the um, I was examined. And um, they said that I had, um, it was something going on down there. So, I called Dr. Ekintoye, who I miss a lot. I miss Dr. Ekintoye so much. I went to her. And this was in April. How fitting. April, May, you know, it's about that time. It's about that time for me to get one. So, um, I told her, I said, uh, I was to the doctor over the weekend. And they said I might have another polyp. This is it's another one. So, she was, so we got the, I got the order to go get my um, ultrasound and everything. Um, and I had one. I had one. But this time... It's usually, I can usually tell because when I have intercourse, it hurts, but it did, it doesn't hurt when I have intercourse. So it might not be that big, but, and some people can't tell if they have those, but I can tell because I know my body. I know my body. So Dr. Ekintoye, she got the order back and she called me in and she was like, we have to take this out immediately. So she wanted to take them out over the weekend. I'm like. She's like, okay, you're right. Let's just plan out everything. Let's just see how everything goes. So I had to go get blood work. I had to get a physical. I had to get this. I had to get that. la da dee la da da And we got them out in August. And I got an IUD put in. And, you know, to think that I have to go through that all over again two years later, 2021, three years later. Yeah, because I said it's like every two to three years, they come back. And I'm like, this is really getting on my nerves. It's like, I really don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I really, it, it's such a hindrance, but it's like, I have not been late. I have all my periods for the past five years. And I think I got another message. Um, 
But anyway, so I had a premiere in January. I didn't have one in February. And then I had one in March. It was really, really bad. And then I didn't have one in April. And I didn't have one this month. And I know it's only May 17th. But the same thing that happened back in April happened in May. So I know that it's not coming. So I just, and I called the gynecologist office, the gynecologist. I called the gynecologist office and I told them what was going on. I said, well, you know, I haven't had a period in two months and I reckon I'm not pregnant because the doctor didn't say anything. My doctor told me that everything looked pretty good. I just got to work on my diabetes, which reminds me, I got to take my trulicity. At least my notes for the night show. I'll put that right there. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's been rough, y'all. So I really hope that it's not, it's a tenderance. And after you have polyps and removed and you have a DNC, you have the worst period of your life. Oh my God. Not only do we, have, I, I have a really bad reaction to anesthesia. So let me pick my pens up off the floor because these are my favorite pens. They, um, I have a really bad reaction to, um, anesthesia. It makes me nauseous. So the very first time I had it, I was like so nauseous, but nothing came up. So I had to come home and sleep it off. And it felt like we took forever to get home. And my aunt had her old Jeep and it felt like we were going over every bump. <laughs> but, um, and the second time I didn't have any nausea at all. Actually, it was funny because I had surgery at 4.45 and I was at 7-Eleven at 5 o'clock buying donuts, wanting to go to the casino with my mom and my aunt and uncle. And I remember somebody asking me, they said, are you coming? Someone coming to pick you up? I was like, no, my mom at the casino. I remember that. And they, then the first time I had anesthesia, I was coming from under, they said I was fighting them. And they said the second time I was laughing. I don't remember shit. Only thing I remember was... Talking and telling them that I talk in my sleep. My brother and my sister said I talk in my sleep. And I was talking about the dragons at the casino. <laughs> That's all I remember. I remember nothing else. But they said, oh, you have vivid dreams. I don't know what the fuck I was reading about. I don't remember shit. But I do know that I don't want to go through this again. Because, like I said, the periods are brutal. Like, it is the worst fucking periods ever. But I'm going to tell you one thing. And I'm let y'all go. I said that 15 minutes ago. I, this is one thing that when I do go and I do talk to my doctor, because like I, you have to literally like force their mother to like do what you want to do. Because if not, they'll just go on about their business. Because I told my doctor, my, my doctor, um, a primary care physician, I told her that I want everything, everything done. And that's why she called back and said everything looks pretty good. She was going to put me on insulin. I have not got the call for my insulin. So I must not be that bad. So what's today? Tuesday. And she said if I have any concerns to give her a call. So nobody's called me to tell me that. She just said we just got to work on the sugars. Get my sugars down. And I'm like okay. And that's fine. But she said everything looks pretty good. So when I go to my gynecologist. I'm going to say the same thing to her. I'm like listen. I want you to do to see if I'm blocked anywhere. But she told me that my ovaries were fine and my uterus, everything was fine. Everything fine. I'm just fat, y'all. And I'm diabetic. But she was basically saying 
that everything was fine. She said she could feel if something was wrong. But I'm like, you can't feel from them damn polyps. And then you're not looking for the polyps. Like, I don't I don't know if a pap would... Will a pap tell you if you have polyps? Let's look that up. That's what Google is for. Google is our friend. All right, I know, I know. I know, they just sent me a keep an eye on the clock. I'm not going to be on here that much longer. Here we go. Okay, so ultrasound is another test that can detect masses in your uterus. Does polyps show up on pap smear? How is cervical polyps diagnosed? Because cervical polyps rarely cause symptoms. They are usually discovered during a routine pelvic exam and pap smear. During <clears throat> a pelvic examination, the physician may observe the typically red or purple finger-like growths on the cervix. Urine polyps attach to your uterus by a large base or thin stalk and can grow to several centimeters in size. Irregular menstrual bleeding, bleeding after menopause, excessively having menstrual flow, or bleeding between periods could be the presence of uterine polyps. But I don't have no period. <coughs> I don't know, y'all. I'm just doing this for me. Here we go. This is the question I was looking for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's what's going on. Because all of a sudden it's just, I'm not pregnant. So what's he? But anyway, y'all. When I found out, that's when y'all found out. And, you know, I'm very transparent. I'm like an open book. I'm an open book. I love y'all so much. I want to thank y'all for tuning in with me this morning. It's been a long show. I actually had a good time this morning, but now I have to get off here. I got to go. I got to write. I got to do some homework, some assignments, get ready because school is almost over. I probably won't go back to January or February, January or September. I'm not going back to September. I know that for sure. So I'll probably go back like in January and get my associates, finish this up, start a new life, publish some books. But like over the summer, I really want to write. I really want to write. So that's what I'm going to do this. I'm going to write and travel. That's really what I want to do. Um, but I thank you for tuning in. When I find out about my health, y'all will find out about my health. I'll probably be back probably tomorrow or Thursday. I'm trying I always do like once a week, but I was on Saturday. Yeah, I was on Saturday. Aha. Uh -huh. Go check that out, y'all. Saturday show. But alright, y'all. That's all I have for y'all. I'll talk to y'all later.